This week, members of the Coalition to Fix the Container Crunch, including the Canadian Produce Marketing Association, Pulse Canada and Soy Canada, released a statement on the conclusion of the National Supply Chain Summit. Greg Cherowick is president of Pulse Canada. National Transportation Summit hosted by Transport Minister Al Gabra. Initially, they had planned to have five ministers participate, leading thematic discussions. I think by the time we got started on Monday morning, we had six federal ministers. We also had a, a few provincial ministers participate as well. And, and that list of participants that was uh, initially invited, uh, you know, I think we saw about 53 names on the initial list. It was far more than that by the time we got going on Monday. So the agenda was very full. There were a lot of people that needed to speak and, and uh, far more that wanted to say something. Um, I think... It was clear to us, at least in the beginning, that this this three to four hour session with the government would include uh, uh, people giving a long list of, of uh, issues that they wanted to see addressed, uh, probably bringing some solutions. And to be fair, that's really what was asked of all of us. But uh, you know, we we did approach it quite differently as an organization. We came into this not not hoping to, you know, highlight a particular issue and in one particular solution, we wanted to make sure that we communicated something pretty effective. And that was that this thing, this, this issue of resiliency requires that we put together a good process and that we get the right people involved in the process. We see it as more than a, you know, three to four hour discussion on one day. We wanted to make sure that this thing would live beyond the transportation summit and that we would put in place a, a framework that would allow us to, to really address this critical issue of resiliency, which we think is of great strategic importance to Canada, to our particular industry, and uh, we believe that this is where you start the discussion if you want to talk about economic recovery and, and economic growth. And uh, just talk a little bit about the the container crunch, you know, what's been happening and, and just some of the issues there. Yeah, I mean, this this was a priority for us. This is, this is what I had the opportunity to raise. I mean, First of all, you know, we believe that you know, any look at supply chain resiliency requires that you take uh, a, a specific look at, at, at supply chains in Canada, Canada's critical supply chains, and understand exactly how they function, um, understand the movement between different players in the system, understand where bottlenecks and choke points occur, and, and understand what kind of the root causes of some of those problems are. And, and for us, we think that process needs to, to, be, to begin with, with containerized freight. We, we think there needs to be a containerized freight supply chain task force. Uh, right out of the gate, they should prioritize that. That is the supply chain that's the most dysfunctional right now. That is the one that, uh, whether you're an importer or an exporter or a Canadian consumer, you feel the impact of, of the dysfunction of that supply chain every day. So that's something that, that we wanted to see prioritized. Um, they, you know, in our industry, we ship on average 30% of what we export uh, via containers. And, uh, you know, since 2020, we've experienced uh, quite a roller coaster ride with, with that part of the business. Um, it began, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic with uh, reduced product volume coming out of Asia, out of the major production region of the world and into North America, which limited the number of containers that were available to, to North American and Canadian exporters. And now on the other side 
of, of the pandemic, we have very strong demand and production coming out of these regions, but we have, you know, very limited supply. We have uh, carriers that are part of three major global alliances that have not made enough supply available to the shipping community. And uh, as a result of that, uh, you know, container availability here in Canada is, is uh, hard to come by. Uh, the prices have skyrocketed for both head haul as well as the backhaul movement. Uh, we've seen, you know, some massive uh, rate increases, uh, even associated with administration and uh, detention and what they call congestion fees that are applied with little notice. Um, you know, so all of these 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 challenges add up to to making it really difficult for for an industry that relies heavily on containers. And uh, just talk a little bit more about that supply chain task force that you mentioned. You know, what you hope comes out of that? Well, we'd like to see that Containerized Freight Supply Chain Task Force have a dual mandate. Um, first of all, we think there's an opportunity to get people into the same room that, that are part of that supply chain and look for some immediate or, or short-term solutions that, that would benefit the stakeholders. So, Often what happens when you pull everybody into the same room, you'll find out that there are things that motivate different players in different ways and that they don't completely appreciate and understand how some of the processes that they have in place frustrate other players in the system. And with just that, that you know, focus on what can be done in the here and now, we believe that there might be an opportunity to alleviate some stress from some of the players in the system. But the second part of the mandate we, we think should apply to the kind of the longer term analysis, look at the supply chain from end to end, from origin to destination. How does product flow? Uh, what are the uh, key exchanges between different players? Where does the system tend to break down? What are the bottlenecks and choke points? What are the vulnerabilities? And if we can understand where those things typically fail and use good information and evidence and data to inform that analysis, then we can look at what the right mix of solutions might be to fix some of those problems. And there's never one, right? In some cases, there might be an infrastructure investment required to to create a little bit more capacity in a particular chain. Uh, There may be a regulatory or legislative fix that could uh, eliminate a barrier to something that's happening. Uh, there could be a need for more information and data sharing between different players. There could be uh, an opportunity for some collaboration agreements between you know, different partners within the supply chain that, that, again, alleviate a particular stress or create a little bit more buffer capacity in a supply chain. So that's really what we'd be hoping that this group would be able to do is just take that exhaustive look at the supply chain and really look at... Um, you know, where we'd get our best return on investment in terms of the range of different solutions that exist. And, you know, on the call on Monday, uh, Perrin Beatty at the Canadian Chamber of Commerce noted that we can't be spreading our investments so thin that everyone is expected to get a little something, you know, as we look at supply chain resiliency and the investments that, that governments, provincial and federal, would be prepared to make. We need to make some hard choices. We're going to need to make decisions. And our view is that if you undertake this type of analysis, if you if you really understand where you get your best return on investment, where you'll really have um, an opportunity to create greater resiliency, 
that it becomes easier to make that decision, to make those hard decisions, to triage between the different options that exist and, and ensure that you get your best ROI when you make that investment. So I think that that's really, you know, our view of, of where this thing needs to go. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're uh, feeling a bit positive that as an announcement, Minister Al Gabra came out with, you know, two kind of key things. One was this process will continue. So, you know, it's not, it's not a one-and-done thing that was, was over at noon on Monday. There will be more regional and sectoral meetings, which suggests that they understand that we do need to segment this a little bit more and have a, have a deeper discussion around this. And then secondly, they committed to establishing a supply chain task force, which will presumably get up and running here in the, in the near future, uh, work through the winter and spring and put together a bit of an action plan. So there's some building blocks there that was pulse canada president greg cherwick commenting on the national supply chain summit which took place this week that's it for the prairie egg wire for today if you have any questions or opinions to share send them to us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca i'm Corey canute thanks for listening and have a great afternoon the prairie egg wire will return tomorrow on the golden west farm network